Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! James Taylor, what the hell are you doing in here? Seeing about prostitutes to the children. Get out of here! I'm Kiss. She's torture. And we're here to save the world from a paranormal sexual event. I have so many questions. So, uh, as you can see, my family's here, and uh, it's, it's game night. We're playing... sex. Recording in progress. Thank you, Robot Voice Lady. That's very kind of you to say. Thank you. Now, now talk to me dirty. Ah, oh, can you imagine if the Robot Voice... Anyway, this is, this is Two Broke Geeks, and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Yeah, and uh, so we got some fun stuff this week. One of the things that uh, I'm going to start here just because I just barely shared this with you is the second trailer for the new Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers movie. I don't like it. It's I'm like, weird. I, I watched it and I'm like, uh, because here's the thing. It's kind of who framed Roger Rabbit a little bit. Yeah. Because it's taking in place in a world where cartoons are real and interact with human beings. And I'm like, okay. And it's also like Chippendale Rescue Rangers was a TV show, but also now they, oh, I like the Roger Rabbit part, but then it gets, it starts getting weird because it gets weird because, uh, Chip and Dale are actually TV and movie stars who were in Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, but now are going to act like they're real Rescue Rangers because of this mystery that they have. Okay, that's a little yeah. weird. Like, yeah, it's very. It looks like the main villain is a out of shape Peter Pan. A little bit, yeah. Uh, well, a grown-up Peter Pan, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it just it's so bizarre because you have, like... It, because it obviously it's made to have a bunch of cameos of other Disney characters. Yeah. Like, you have Seth Rogen reprising his role of... As Pumbaa. Pumbaa. Yep. As well as also being a NPC character from a video game. Yeah. Uh... My here's my biggest problem. The weirdest thing to me, and I can't get over it, is I can't get over John Mulaney and Andy Samberg being Chip and Dale. Yeah, like it's bizarre. They like. And by the way, in that work for me, it doesn't work. But in that trailer, they prove that they do character voices because they don't they because they talk in their Chip and Dale voices in that trailer because they're like yeah. writing a bit or something and they do it as their Chip and Dale voices. So they're saying that those are character voices. It's, it's almost like that. Um, there was a thing that went around not too long ago where it's no, I'm wrong. Uh, no, no, I'm right. Uh, where like Mickey and Minnie, uh, they're, on-screen personas are boyfriend girlfriend but off-screen they're just friends or 
or married or something like that. Oh, that is um Yes, Disney's that that's Disney's official position. So Mickey and Minnie are uh, a couple companies do that. Mickey and Minnie are married, but on screen they can portray lots of different things. Boyfriend, girlfriend, or married or whatever. But officially, Mickey and Minnie are married. And then I think actually, it's kind of what they're going for 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 Chip and Dale. A little bit, because also the Muppets have done this since. <sighs> They've done it for a really long time because I know that the official Henson uh, company position on the Muppets for a long time was there are canon Muppet things and then there are movies the Muppets are in. So like the Muppet show is canon to the quote unquote real life of the Muppets. The Muppet movie is canon to the quote unquote real life of the Muppets. Uh, Muppets take Manhattan uh, and... Uh, but then, like, those are the quote-unquote real lives of the Muppets. But then they, the Muppets also star in movies. So the Muppets yeah. Christmas Carol and um, Muppet Treasure Island and that kind of thing. Those are movies that the Muppets are starring in. So, yeah. It hurts my head. Yeah, it's a little weird. So, for me, it's mostly Andy's... It, those voices don't seem right coming out of Chip and Dale, even a little bit. Yeah. It's, I just don't, I just really, it's one of those films that baffles me every time I've, everything I keep reading or seeing about it. I'm like, this is a movie that's actually coming out. It's a little less than a and month away. It hits Disney Plus May 20th. It's going straight to Disney Plus? Yeah, it's, it's, that trailer says streaming May 20th. It's a Disney Plus original. I was not paying attention to yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it's a Disney Plus original. It's not a theatrical release. Oh, I might watch it. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about I've it. I've got to. I'm so just... I'm too curious not to. I'm way too <laughs> curious hope, not to. If, if anything, I just hope they talk about Gadget and hope she, they give her pants and be like, yeah, maybe do a whole bit where she's like, a, like yeah, it was like a weird sex symbol. They weren't for, in that trailer, but uh, they're in the movie because Monterey Jack was in the first trailer. And I think yeah. Gadget was too. Can't remember. I haven't seen that first trailer in a while. I know Monterey Jack was though. Zipper is just drunk and doing drugs in an alleyway. <laughs> no, it's Monterey Jack that has the problem. <laughs> well, I was thinking of the uh, I don't know the robot chicken sketch. Yeah, I know, where... <laughs> but in in this one they because uh, it's in that first trailer, Monterey Jack's cheese problem gets out of control. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. That again, that's that's weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> like obviously in the if you want to look at the original Chippendale, obviously you could go, okay, Monterey Jack, uh, cheese is his drug and he has a drug problem. But they make it like saying that he like is now like his whole life fell apart because of cheese is like, whoa, you're really going for that drug thing, aren't you? <laughs> There's a couple of references, like, uh, I don't know, I, the, just the more I think about this movie, the more I'm very, I'm confused, and I kind of want to watch it, because I know, because they're, like, talking about, it's like, yeah, five cartoons are 
have disappeared and one of them's grumpy mm-hmm. uh, and it's just like the weird at least they explained why Dale uh, or Dale was like was CGI instead of cartoon oh yeah because he got the he essentially got plastic surgery he got the CGI yeah. surgery he called it <laughs> CGI surgery which of course that's more than likely going to play a bigger role in it I'm assuming I think that's pretty funny way to exp- I think that's pretty see I keep going back and forth like there's things about this I think are actually pretty funny and clever like I think getting the CGI surgery is funny like I think that that's the yeah, it makes sense yeah I think that's like okay cartoon plastic surgery is getting CGI that's funny I like that but I don't know I guess we'll find out on May 20th <laughs> yeah Uh, i guess so (laughs) yeah uh cinemacon has been going on um and so there's been some announcements of different things uh for example Mm -hmm. the batman sequel yes (laughs) like the like the one thing that everyone was like yeah this is happening yeah that was a no-brainer at all but uh, yeah. so I don't want to talk anymore about like that's a no brainer. Of course that was coming. Of course I'm excited. But I'm looking at the name you gave yourself here on on uh, on <laughs> Zoom where you wrote El Hutro. God damn it, Sony! <laughs> Why don't you mention this? This is yeah. so. And I found some. And I have some explanation behind this. Thank goodness. Of. A little bit, and by a little bit, it's only because of stuff that I've seen. So Sony has greenlit not only Venom 3, which we'll talk about that in a moment, but they That also was also a new yeah. We'll talk about that, but I will say even though neither one of us have any love for that, that was also a no-brainer. Those movies that the second one still made money. Like that's a no-brainer for Sony right there. Yeah. But yeah, so then Sony decided that in their expanded universe of Sony Spider-Man characters they can use. They choose a character called El Muerto and who is I had to look it up because I don't know this guy. And he's only been in two comics of Marvel of all across all of Marvel. And he was in friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and he's being played by rapper bad bunny is that who that i didn't even know who bad bunny was i was like what when i saw the headline bad bunny to play el muerto in spider-man spinoff movie i was like they might as well have just written that headline in swedish i have no idea what they're talking about yeah bad bunny is a i think he's an american well el muerto uh, uh, yeah. so Bad Bunny is probably, if they're, if they're going with a Spanish hero or Spanish villain, Puerto rather. Rican. He's Puerto Rican. Okay. So the, and so I, the only thing, the only thing that made me think, oh, Sony's doing this is because they just chose, or I, I swear they chose, like they put a whole bunch of random spider man names on a board. Just mm-hmm. a bunch of like I I threw out a couple suggestions on Twitter the other day, but I swear they took a bunch of D through F labeled villains and antiheroes or whatever, and they spun it, and whatever it landed on is what they went with. 
Well, because they're making that Madam Web movie with Dakota Johnson. Which I don't understand uh, why that's a thing. And I still have, and then there's the Craven film. Yeah. That's still happening. Yeah, that's filming right now. Yeah. Um, but the reason they chose Bad Bunny is because is because he had, I think, two matches over a year ago with WWE. Like he was in a fight on WrestleMania. Wow. Okay. And apparently can he impressed a lot of people. But it, that Morbius movie they just put out tanked hard. Yep. Everybody hated that movie. And it did not make money. And it, 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 and Sony still is like, okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. The Spider-Man cow, the Spider-Man cow over at Sony looks like one of those old cartoon cows that you can tell has been milked too much because it's like bony and like barely there like in an old black and white mickey mouse cartoon and it's looking back at its udders going stop milking me there's nothing left in this property and the thing is they could um they could if they actually thought this stuff up, uh, out they could have built it up by putting in a doing like i don't know a different Spider-Man film with a different like variation of Spider-Man. They could have done a whole line if of just like Spider-Man 2099 or like Spider-Man Noir. Uh they could have made a Miles movie. <clears throat> they could have made a Miles movie. Uh they literally have like five or six different Spider-Man or Spider-Gwen, I guess. If I wouldn't want to see that, but that's a thing they could have done. Um, but no, the problem we get, we get El Muerto. The problem is they have nothing. Sony has no other IP. Like I can't think of another franchise that Sony actually owns. Like they have, they don't have anything else. No, they have nothing else. And they want to be in the franchise filmmaking game so bad because franchises are the biggest thing on the planet right now. That this is all they have, so they have to keep pulling terrible no-name Spider-Man characters to make movies. Thing, <laughs> they could totally pull, like, I don't know, characters like no-name characters that I don't know have been in more than two comics. It literally, I, I, he's in like two back-to-back -back comics, and that's it. Where he gets like his superpowers from his luchador mask. Okay. Like, they could, like, so, and that kind of brings me to, like, the whole Venom thing. Because I'm mm -hmm. kind of confused with Venom 3 being a thing mm -hmm. when to Tom Hardy has just disappeared. Unless they're just backtracking. What do you mean? So, because Tom Hardy, Venom, Tom Hardy, Venom, mm -hmm. uh, gets wiped out at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. No, he goes back to where he came from. Is that what it is? I thought he just got wiped out. I guess that makes... Like, no, because... No way. Because that was Doctor... Uh, that was Doctor Strange sending everybody back to their own universe, remember? Because at the... I think he was... Oh, yeah. I'm overthinking it. Yeah, because uh, all the other guys went back to their own universe. 
I think that was my confusion. Yeah. Because I just assumed Tom Hardy Spider-Man as Venom does not really associate in the Spider-Man universe, no matter what. No, he he uh, he went there. He hung out in Mexico with the the bartender, trying to understand Thanos for a little bit, and then he went yeah. back to his own universe. So okay, so then, uh, no, he's still in the same universe. Right, he went back to so, the he went to the Venom universe. He went back to the Venom universe. He didn't stay in the Spider-Man universe. No, but he. Okay, all right, all right, okay. I'm 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 getting it. I'm figuring it out. My brain is just hurting from all of this. But so my assumption then, because what they could be building for Venom 3, which I think would actually help them, and I still have not seen Venom 2, and I it's not stars and I have stars, so I might actually end up watching it to see what all the hubbub is. Oh, I don't have they stars. Could, huh. They could build Venom into Agent Venom, which then is a okay um like crossover of like that's their spider-man mm-hmm. you have agent venom and so then you can have your bad bunny el muerto and like all those characters that can kind of then you build from that mm-hmm. instead of just i i honestly the characters i pitched the other day would have been more enticing uh and only of i i, I pitched four of them and Two of them I had to look up. <laughs> That's, I, I like, yeah, okay. pitched um yeah, sticks and stone, um uh, mountain mountain man man mountain Marco, who's different from Marco Kane, juggernaut. Okay. Uh, the answer and spider side. <laughs> I don't know any of them. Exactly. I like I knew of two of them. And the other ones, I literally had to like go through Marvel's like database to pick them out. <laughs> to pick them out. Yeah, I mean, it makes just about as much sense as El Muerto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other things from CinemaCon. Apparently, they showed the first footage of the Salem's Lot remake. So I'm really hoping that becomes public soon because I want to see about that. That would be pretty awesome. Um, yeah, uh, and then they started. They showed some footage, or at least some stills of Barbie. Yep. And I mean, that's Which just I'm Margot like, Robbie. I don't care look- about Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care about Barbie. But then I saw Margot Robbie. I'm like, I care about Barbie now. <laughs> yeah, it's just Margot Robbie being hot as she normally is. Yeah. Um, other fun things from CinemaCon. Um, Let's see. I mean, we haven't seen a lot, but people at CinemaCon saw a lot. So, like, people saw uh, some more footage of The Flash, and Michael Shannon is Zod in that film. So, we're going to get to see more of Michael Shannon being Zod, which is pretty fun. Sweet. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, there was a new trailer for The Black Phone, which <laughs> The Black Phone is going to be great. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. And I think that's it. Out of anything interesting out of CinemaCon, I could be wrong, but I think that's about I, it. No, that's about it. Um, did you see the you said oh yeah, the, the trailer for A24's other film, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Yeah, you and I talked about Bodies, Bodies, Bodies yesterday, and how uh, I'm like, oh, that's not what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> oh, it reminds it's 
it reminds me of like a dumber version of Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. Just bunch of just a bunch of girls and Pete Davidson playing a game of who done it and murder people. And yeah, not for me, especially with Pete Davidson. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. I mean, I'll end up watching it at some point, but it's definitely nothing I'm going to rush out to the theater and check. I'll probably wait till it's like free. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we both saw movies since the last time we uh, since the last time we talked. I'm super jealous of yours. Yeah, should I say mine first, or do you want to say yours first? I went and saw Everything Everywhere all at once, um, which is... I I can't talk about it without spoiling it too much. Everybody needs to... It's so fucking good. I can't wait till it's streaming so I can watch it again. Like, I... Everybody that I knew who saw it said it was good, and I still wasn't ready for how good it actually is. Like, it's been a very long time since I've seen a movie. Uh, well, not a very long time, because also the Batman did this to me. So, I guess a very long time since it happened two times in a row, where I walked out and I went, that was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like, it's so... It's... And it, the. The movie is everything. The movie is uh, a sci-fi movie, a little bit of a sci-fi movie. It's a little bit of a, a horror movie. It's a little bit of a comedy. It's a little bit of a kung fu action film. It's a little bit of uh, a family drama. It's a little. It's every. I've never seen a movie be literally almost everything it can possibly be. Like it matches with the title pretty well of everything, everywhere, all at once, and. It, for a movie that is so big in its idea of what it is, because we know from the trailers, this isn't a spoiler, that it's a multiverse movie, but it essentially takes place in two locations. Like, they have basically two main sets, and, like, you see a couple other sets, but they aren't in the movie very long. It's basically a two-location film with only five cast members and some extras. Um, Michelle yeah, Yeoh... Uh, the- the guy who plays short rounds in it. Yeah, he's the dad. Hell yeah. He's really good and he's really funny. And uh Michelle Yeoh is really funny. And Stephanie uh oh, I hope I pronounce this right, Sue. It's H S U, which I believe is pronounced Sue. She was from uh Birds of Prey. Uh, she plays, um, uh, hold on. I'm looking, I'm blanking on the character's name from birds of prey. I believe it doesn't, was doesn't she Cassie. Plays like the pick the, yeah, the pick yeah, she's pocket. a pickpocket Cassie. Uh, it took me a minute to remember that she was Cassie because that's not Cassandra Kane from the comics. It is a different version of it's that movie's version of Cassandra Kane. So it took me to, it took me a minute to remember that that's, uh, who she was, was Cassandra Kane. So, um, Oh, no, excuse me. It's a different. Oh, they're two different actresses. They look almost exactly. I'm I feel a tiny bit racist right now, Uh, (laughs) but they really do look so much alike and not because they're both Asian. Like I'm now looking at a picture of both of these people and I'm like, they could be sisters 
That's astounding. I thought it was the same actress. Holy crap. Wow. Because the, the, the girl from Birds of Prey is Ella J. Basco. Oh, all right. <laughs> and, uh, wow. Okay. Like, wow. They really, this is... <laughs> I really thought that was the same actor. Holy shit. <laughs> um, they, I, I'm, I gotta get back on track. Like I feel slightly racist and slightly stupid for that. <laughs> like, but they look so much alike. I'm shocked. Okay. Um, and of course, uh, uh Michelle Yeoh, uh, Stephanie Sue, um, also in this movie is uh, <laughs> a very interesting turn from uh, one of the best in the world. And I, I can't remember if she was in the trailers. I don't know if this would be giving it away. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if She's Jamie Lee. Cur- okay. I wasn't sure if Jamie Lee Curtis was a surprise. I couldn't remember, but okay. Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis. She's really good in this. And uh, I really can't say anything more about it besides the fact that like everybody needs to like it's doing okay in theaters, but it's not doing like super great. Like it's not like yeah. blowing the blowing the box office up or anything like that. But um, and yeah, I know it didn't seem Morbius. <clears throat> Yeah, and I know it didn't open in a ton of places uh, at first, and then it kind of opened in a few more later. So, and I think the other problem is it didn't get like a ton of marketing. I think it should have been marketed more, but the word of mouth is doing it a lot of good. And just everybody should go see it. It's weird. It's funny. It's emotional. It's exciting. Like... I, I'm not kidding. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like this rocketed way up to the top of not to like the top top, but if we're like looking at like best movies I've ever seen, it's in the top name, like any number between, you know, five and whatever. And you're probably right. I couldn't place it exactly, but it's pretty high up there. It's so goddamn good. <laughs> If I don't end up seeing this movie, like, when it streams, I'll, it's going to be one of those movies I'm blindly just going to buy, like, when it goes out on Blu-ray. Uh, oh, yeah. Everyone I know has talked about it, and I mean, I'm like, and no, ple- I'm going to have this regardless. Please, you and anybody else, don't look up anything about this movie before you go see Just go watch it and just... Because I... What you think it is about... It's not what this movie is about. Like, it's just not. I don't know how else to say it other than that. What this movie is about is, like, actually extremely touching and beautiful at the end of the day. Like, yes, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And then I saw the unbearable weight of massive talent. I've heard nothing but good things about that movie, too. It's so much fun. Like, I'm going to spoil the crap out of this because it really is not, like, super... It's not, like, super, like, hidden or whatnot. Okay. Um, 
it's basically a it's one big meta joke that Nicolas Cage is in, mm-hmm. um, where it's like him and Pedro Pascal are are just like he goes to he just well who go so it's like weird fiction meets nonfiction like real life and whatever because Nick Cage plays himself, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have Pedro Pascal who plays a character named Ha. And he goes to Javi's Island for a birthday party because he's Nick big. He's the biggest Nick Cage fan, mm-hmm. and he need and Nick Cage needs to pay the bills. And just hilarity ensues. Um, that's like it makes fun as well as points out like Nick Cage is a working actor, uh, mm-hmm. and just he'll do whatever he needs to do uh, to to either stay relevant as well as pay the bills. Sure. Um. It's just so fucking funny. Like, uh, Pedro and Cage work so well together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, like, it's just the funniest things you see where, like, they take, they do LSD and drive. And <laughs> it's, like, probably one of the funniest things in the movie. Uh, they're interacting well, high on drugs. Mm-hmm. And Nick Cage, there's a couple sequences where Nick Cage interacts with himself, like a younger version of himself. Oh god. He's like insane Nick Cage, like yelling, screaming. Um and it's some of the like the funniest shit. Hmm. Because it's like him trying to be like, oh no, you're Nick Cage. You you don't settle for just paying the bills. You're like the best in the world. And it's just <laughs> oh, God, it's so funny. And then like bleeds into like an action film that they like wink about mm-hmm. like halfway through like they call themselves out that's amazing uh it's it, it really like it's definitely not like the it's funny seeing nick cage do like a very self-aware mm-hmm. like comedy film but if you were to tell me like like a couple years ago it's like yeah nick cage is doing a movie about himself i wouldn't like like that sounds like something that's going to be a train wreck sure uh, oh yeah sure but but damn like you have like neil patrick harris as like his agent nice um uh yeah it's like a lot of, a lot of no-name people in this that i don't know that's all right uh, there's nothing wrong with that no it's no it's great uh and it's just like bleeds into like you're watching this film and then there's like references to the film you're watching uh they kind of openly mock the film industry nice uh lots of winks and nods to the film industry about like you're not relevant unless you do a superhero or star wars Mm. and Um, you know that's kind of funny because right now uh just speaking of that just real quick uh there are four uh smaller movies non-ip movies that have come out this year already that i have not heard any bad things about that, uh, you know, everybody always talks about, oh, God, they're making another Spider-Man movie. Oh, God, they're making another Batman movie. And then not enough people go and see the smaller movies. There are four that have come out this year that I have not heard a single bad thing about, but that I know not enough people have seen. And that's X, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and neither of us have seen it yet, but I also hear The Northman is really fucking good. I need to see The Northman. Like, yeah. uh, I've been holding, I'm kind of holding off because money. Um, of course, yeah. 
but it's a Robert Eggers film, so I'm gonna see it, and I know I'm gonna love it because I love his shit. Um, and honestly, like we talked about it before, but I mean, because of those movies you listed, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, X, and I think no, The Northman's not. I like so, but two of those films are from A24. Yeah, like eight and A24 just keeps like shelling them out like bodies 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 is probably gonna get a good a good amount of numbers in the theater sure from some audience men the trailer for men looks really interesting and yes. uh creepy men looks insane and it's just funny because i just finished what I, I finished watching uh um uh our flag means death mm-hmm. which brought up two things uh, okay. The main dude in Men is like kind of one of the villains in that show. Is it the dude that like uh, he, in the keeps showing up? Okay, that guy. Yeah. Okay. Like his yeah, like his face. Like she keeps seeing his face everywhere. Okay. Yep. Um, and then one of the <laughs> one of the guys in because I rewatched the Batman this past week. Um, one of the guys uh, from the with the guy that Gordon's talking to during the funeral with the mustache where they can't we're talking about they can't mm-hmm. find yep. the DA. Yep. He's also like in our flag means death. I was like, oh shit, look at that. That's Man, funny. That together. Yeah. But yeah, um I and it, everyone always it, it does raise the valuable point of people keep mocking or whining. It's like, oh they keep remaking the same kind of superhero films and no one's there's no original content there's plenty of original content there's a whole slew of stuff coming out i just read a thing about from CinemaCon about olivia wilde's new film with harry styles and uh florence Pugh that looks kind of interesting i didn't hear anything about that um well i just heard because of hot steamy sex stuff about like harry styles going down florence pew and, and, and i'm just like i'm like well i don't it's like i'm not against that and i love florence pew and uh i mean not i mean it's harry Styles, so there's your uh sure there's your hook to get v- females into your and gay guys uh yeah what what is it called? I got uh, don't worry, darling, is what it's called. Huh? You know what else I saw the trailer for when I went and saw everything everywhere all at once, and it was a trailer I knew was out there, but I actually hadn't watched it. Is uh, the trailer for the Elvis film that's coming out? Oh, I've seen that like only once. I saw that trailer, and I'm like, actually, like. I'm not big on I'm picky about like biofilms just because I think biofilms tend to uh I mean a lot of them just aren't for me but yeah I do really like Walk the Line I think that's a good movie I really loved Rocket Man uh and this Elvis film actually doesn't look so bad I'm like I might see that Elvis film that looks good that's it's funny you say that because I also saw a trailer the other day for another biopic for I guess a self-made I I don't understand the story and I've met this person before but they're like a they're like a big LA personality I guess uh, for a move it's a movie called Angeline um Angeline I don't 
I don't know anything about this person, but I huh. guess she like did this whole thing where she like made a whole career out of like having money to put herself on billboards and just like word of mouth. Weird. Her. I don't know any. I've I've seen I've met this woman in L.A. She's like mostly known these days for driving in a pink. <gasps> She's the pink lady. Yes, her. It's her. Oh, that I might want. This lady, she has ever, she has the pink hair and the pink car, and she wears all pink. The pink lady. Yep. I've seen her. Ah, uh, oh shit! What did I see? I've seen her on something. I know who you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah, I knew. Like I knew people were like fascinated with her, and I still don't understand why. I don't either. Um, but I, was... I think I would. Uh, now that I know who you're talking about, I'd watch that actually. I guess it's a. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it's called. It's on. It's a Peacock series, apparently. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, I'm like. I'm like. I still don't understand, but I was like, all right, whatever. You know who she cool. reminds me of now that I think about it? Remember that time we went to the mall and there was that old lady outside that looked kind of like a '50s lady, but also kind of like a hooker. <laughs> Yeah, she had like, like the... happening. <laughs> That's kind of what that pink lady reminds me of. <laughs> Did you? Um, there was a second trailer that came out too for um, shit. Oh god, I'm, I'm a trailer that came out for on. shit. I don't know if I want to see no, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I was just thinking about it. Now I blanked on it. Oh fuck. Oh no. Uh, it's like another like. You know what? No, you know what? It's I I can't remember right now. But you can't it, remember it, it, right now. Um, I'm gonna remember at like some stupid time. You probably like, will. You're, that you're happens. Message. Was it for? Yeah, was it a TV show or three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> was it it's a, a TV movie. show? A movie? It's a it's a movie. Oh god. Well, let me think of all the movies that are coming out. <laughs> can't like be another something... trailer for Doctor Strange that comes out next week. Yeah. Oh god. This is gonna drive me nuts. Is it? There were some. I'll, I'll talk while you do that. There were some pictures, new pictures from Kenobi this week that were pretty fun. I don't know if anybody saw those, but they were out there. We are a month away from Kenobi. Ah, uh, yep. Excited. Pretty awesome. No, I can't figure. You it can't out. find it. No, oh, well. honestly, whatever. Anyway, Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Moon Knight because. Um, once again, this episode was good, but there was no Moon Knight in it. Oh, oh, uh, that's no, not there true. Was there Knight. was there was thirty seconds of Moon Knight, yeah. or less. There was like I would count like maybe ten seconds of Moon Knight. Yes, I really liked this one. I liked that it's it played really good. Yeah, I liked that it played a little bit more with the "Is this really happening?" and then pretty quickly picked the side the correct side by the way uh for audiences because this is not something that could be sustained the the is this really happening is not sustainable going forward the correct side of yes of course this is all happening just it's all all the is this happening is in mark's head because they're on their way to the land of the dead and they're mentally unwell him and steven um but then the hippopotamus can't balance their scales <laughs> because they're hiding it's just things. Funny. 
it's just really funny like if you if you started from this episode and try to explain mm-hmm. what happened to someone who hasn't watched it's like yeah there's these two guys and then there's a hippopotamus that like i can't remember the hearts I, out i just watched this episode but the names of these gods i cannot remember i can't remember the hippopotamus i can't i can't pronounce i'm just i'm just calling it the hippo because i can't yeah. pronounce it it begins with a t yeah tolomat or something. i don't know um yeah Basically, this is the episode of Steven finding out about Mark's life, like the true story of Mark's life. And Mark's life was rough, which is not surprising because people that dissociate tend to have pretty terrible lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I really liked how it was like, yeah, you learn that Steve is nothing more than just the he that steve is the uh just a figment of his imagination or a persona he puts on to give him a good life while mark mm-hmm. suffers through everything else which is yeah. extremely sad when like during the the beating steve got steve slash mark got for the death for the accidental death of his brother as a child well number one let's start with the fact that he accidentally got his brother drowned and that yeah. his mother says it's his, like, for the rest of her life, blames Mark for his own brother's death. That is a horrible thing to have as, you know, for the whole, and that whole thing is really sad. And the fact that she becomes an alcoholic over it is really sad. And the fact that yeah. she beats him over it is really But it's fascinating also for it's a little bit sad for Steven because Steven assumed he was the original person and he had to watch it become, he had to watch and realize that he wasn't the original person. He was a figment to protect Mark's imagine, you know, to protect Mark. And then when Mark says, Oh, you, that, that's so terrible, huh? Like you're the one that actually had the good life. Like, why is it so terrible for you to not be the original person? Your life was great. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like throughout the episode, when you were like, when you find out that, uh, Mark's, Mark's mom is dead, but Steve thinks she's been, he, but but he thinks thinks he talks to her every day. Yeah. On the phone, because that's like been a huge thing in the early part of the season was, He's always on the phone talking to his mom. It's like, it's okay. I'll talk to you next time. Like, because like she died, like, yeah. Watching it within like a week. Yeah. It, he said, what it 20 days ago? He said, he, yeah. What did he say? This was 20 days ago or something like that. And yeah. Watching him be outside of his mom's funeral and not being able to go in. And then turn into Steven and have Steven pick up his phone and pretend like he's talking to his mother and that he's lost is like, Whoa, this is heavy. But then Mark also points out, and this is the moment I stopped being able to separate us proper. Like this is when our two lives started to merge was yeah. right here. Uh, <laughs> I was like, God, this episode's funny. heavy. I was, yeah, it's, it's funny for a show that, the whole thing really takes place in a variation of limbo mm-hmm. uh, with a giant hippo and sand zombies and yep. a giant boat that's just flying across the sand, uh, the sands. And it still has so much realism to people who 
do suffer from DID. Mm. Uh, and like, it's just very gut wrenching. You're like, oh shit, like this is, this is a thing that actually happens to people. Yeah, it was a wicked psychological episode because even the parts where like occasionally Mark would be pulled out of his memories back to the psychologist's office where Harrow is there being the psychologist and he'll go, wait a minute, wasn't I just, you know, somewhere, wasn't I, and Harrow will keep trying to convince him, no, no, you're just remembering stuff and getting better and then... I don't know. And plus on top of this, Oh wow. There's still so much on top of this. They're trying to basically have their scales are supposed to be balanced. Otherwise they can't move on to one version of the afterlife, which is the field of wheat. Uh, Either that, or they'll have to go to be with the sand zombies because their scales don't balance. Uh, also, by the way, she shouted out to the ancestral plane from Black Panther in this episode, which I thought was pretty yeah. awesome because she said something about, oh, you, this is uh, this is one version. This is a afterlife. But, oh, you should see the ancestral plane. It's really beautiful there. Um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, essentially. But the main crux of the episode is whatever is happening in the real world. Harrow has already started killing people because she says the unbalanced souls are starting to arrive uh, in too many numbers too quickly, way before their time. And so they, Mark and Steven, have to get out to get back to Conchu to stop Harrow from killing so many people. Uh, But in a big surprise twist, right at the end of the episode, Steven doesn't look like he's going to make it, and Mark goes to the field of wheat instead of escaping. So I'm like, wait a minute, now he's dead dead. He's in the yeah. field of wheat, and Steven is gone. They're, like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it's very weird because, like, they have this whole thing like, yeah, if you're, if you're not, if your scales are not balanced, then you go into our version of hell, which is you are stuck in this sand mm-hmm. uh, with all the other lost souls, and the the consciousness consciousness of steve sacrifices himself for mark uh accidentally right and that's how their scale balances yeah yeah and then mark is now in heaven so they have a lot of ground to catch up on or or this next episode is going to have one hell of a cliffhanger Right, because Mark now needs to get out of heaven, back into the body. Steven, I presume, is going to come back somehow, because that's just part of Moon Knight lore, is that Steven is there. Although, it's the MCU, they could leave him gone, because there's also that third personality we still haven't seen come out of that sarcophagus. Um, That's my theory, is Jake Lockley is going to somehow... I'm going to say, pretty much, Jake Lockley is my version of everyone's Mephisto. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing up i'm like no jake's gonna show up i swear he's the mystery guy that like even in the um uh well, that's part in the, of in the credits yeah they it's kind of hinted at because there's like a scene there's like a, a part of it where I, I oscar isaac's face is split in the three parts yep and i'm like oh I, and i'm putting on my tinfoil hat when i'm just like no it's jake jake's well, coming it would, he's gonna save the it day. would make sense to me that he has to come out because that's part of moon knight is stephen grant mark specter and jake lockley like there's three people yeah. 
three personalities in that body. That's just how it is. So I would assume we... Plus, I already hinted twice now that there's that third personality because neither Mark nor Steven was murdering those guys. And the third sarc and the the second sarcophagus was there that they didn't let somebody out of when yeah. Mark let Steven out of that one sarcophagus. So I assume in the final episode we'll meet Jake. Yeah, because yeah, it's gonna be a. I hope it's one of those. I, I each of these episodes are like what forty five minutes, something like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I hope 50, that they just yeah. take the extra fifteen minutes. Or like, or take however long they need. It'll at least tie it all up. Yeah. Oh, plus we got to see how Mark met Conchu and how Conchu is kind yes. of been a controlling dickbag from the beginning. <laughs> which is very, which is which is right on par with the with like comic lore mm -hmm. is especially early years of Conchu. And Mark, Mark's just kind of blindly goes in yep. for Conchu and, and murders people. I was going to say, and yeah, we find it. out that Moon Knight's a killer because they yep. go into that room full of the dead bodies. And Steven's like, oh, God, don't tell me you killed all these people. And he's like, yeah, Conchu had me kill them. They were bad guys. And so <laughs> I was like, wow. Bad, bad guys to who? Right, exactly, because... Uh, yeah. you know, Conchu. <laughs> yeah, because it's Conchu. It mm -hmm. Conchu's a dick. So yeah, this was a really good episode, but just like you said, they've only got one episode left. They've got a lot of ground to cover in that last episode. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is, like, they spend the majority of it and maybe Layla figures it out, or mm -hmm. maybe the hippo does something. And like the other gods get involved, and then Mark comes back later as mm -hmm. Moon Knight and be like, What happened? or like Harlow escapes, or some I don't know. I don't There's know. So many weird they gotta get him out right of now, and I'm just yeah, they gotta get him out of the field of wheat and back into that Moon Knight suit so he can so there can actually be some Moon Knight in this Moon Knight show, <laughs> yeah. Give me the Moon Knight. It's really bothering me that they didn't put very much Moon Knight in this show. Which makes me wonder, um, like, it, like where it's going to end up after this, this season. Because as much as we talk about how great this show is, it really isn't getting a lot of tra traction online, like, as a whole. Yeah, I don't see a like, ton a lot of people. people kind of just sleeping on it. Yeah, I don't see a lot of people talking about it. Although my assumption is because they're working on Werewolf by Night, they're working on Blade. Like I just got this feeling that we're gonna see Moon Knight hanging out in some other MCU projects in the future. Here, if he doesn't show up in Werewolf by Night, I'm gonna throw a fit. <laughs> He's got to. I mean, he debuted in Werewolf by Night. They've gotta put him in Werewolf yeah. by Night. I want him, I just want Moon Knight to have a series of him going off and fighting monsters. I want him to go get money from Dracula. That's all I want. <laughs> That'd be so I funny. Want Dracula to be scared shitless of Moon Knight. <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah. Oh, man. The only other thing 
kind of in weirder. Did you see McFarland's doing the Blackest Night series? Hell figures? yeah. With the build a figure. Atrocitus. Yep. I love it. Oh, God. And then they showed the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Universals crossover, which is meh. Oh, it's April as the uh is the Bride of Frankenstein. The yeah. bride. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I anyway. still want it, but I'm like it's not as cool. No. Uh no. So I I may have made a boo boo. Okay. Of of I broke one of my one of my rules uh for toy collecting. What which is so you have you haven't purchased any of these, but I've purchased like those little Funko cans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like them; they're fun. Uh, every once in a while, uh, every once in a while, they have the thing where it's like, oh, it's like you get a can, you get the character in it, but there's a chance you can pull a chase version. And my heart, I'm like, I made a hard rule, and I was like, it's like I'm buying one. If I get the chase, then that's cool. I get the chase. If I don't, don't buy another one. Um, mm-hmm. so I broke that rule, uh, <laughs> because there was this series, there's a series of them that came out and it's, um, the can is of Donald Duck in his three Caballeros outfit. Nice. And the chase is, there's two chases of the other two, Javier and Panchito. And Ooh. so, so, so I bought, I bought one of the Donald Ducks yesterday uh, and I was like, if this is Donald, then I'm just sticking with Donald and I'm just not going to bother with it. And I pulled the chase first of Ponchito. Oh, cool. And I was like, well, I'm going to get the other Donald now. So I bought the other Donald and now I have Donald and Ponchito. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to keep buying these unless I can get Javier. We're three caballeros. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't have just two caballeros. No, you can't. Now you're in trouble. Damn it. I am in trouble. <sighs> it's terrible. Yep. Yep. But I also shouldn't be buying. I also need to cut down on toy buying, as I say, for the fifth hundredth time in the last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Me too. Actually, I've been pretty good about it lately, honestly. I mean, I haven't been too bad. Um, but like, it's like a Funko Pop here, and then like a couple cans there. So it's not like breaking the bank. Mm-hmm. Just oh. haven't done massive spending, which I shouldn't do for a little bit longer. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Stupid adult life. Yeah, pretty much. Well. I think that does that for this week because I don't have anything else from this week, actually. Well, hopefully by next week, we'll have the finale. We'll have the finale of Moon Knight, as mm-hmm. well as, depending when we record, Doctor Strange. Yeah, we might have to not put out an episode next week because next week is Doctor Strange. So we'll have to wait until after we see doctor strange we might as well because there's not really a bunch between then and now except the finale of moon Knight. so maybe we don't record next week and we record the week after so that we both get a chance to see doctor strange probably it's probably a sound bet at least yeah yeah because yeah like 
that way we don't have to stress trying to make an episode out of thin air. I mean, we could make an episode out of thin air. Sure. But I mean, uh, then we'd would because uh, yeah, we normally record lately on Wednesdays because of Moon Night, and then like just a couple days, just like the next day or the day after, where you would see. So yeah, probably makes sense. We wouldn't do anything for next week. So, so there you go, guys. You have a a week break from and for until Doctor Strange, and then we'll be back <laughs> after Doctor Strange. Yep. Yep. All right. Later, everyone. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, 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 oh,